Elevate Nation, Tyler Chesser here. Welcome to the special edition of the Elevate podcast where we had a live recording in Keystone, Colorado. And uh, it was amazing because we were live kind of at the best ever conference hosted by Joe Fairless and his team at Ashcroft Capital. If you don't know about um, Joe and his podcast, I mean, he's got an amazing podcast called The Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever. Uh, and he's been, you know, the longest kind of daily podcast uh, in the real estate space for years and years and years. So definitely want to check them out. And I definitely want to extend some gratitude to them for letting us do this. But it was amazing because we sat down with, uh, as you're going to listen to here, uh, you will hear from the NFL legend and Hall of Famer, Andre Reed, who I actually sat down with, as well as a few others. But I just wanted to give some context to this episode because it was amazing. We actually, um, we, we kind of played it by ear and um, <clears throat> Andre was at the conference speaking and afterwards, you know, I decided that he needed to be on the show and because what he talked about was really about the heart of the champion, which is really what Elevate's all about. It's about developing that heart of a champion. And it was great to be able to sit down with him and talk more about that as well as you know, really what it means, um, you know, to embody the Mamba mentality as well as many of our listeners, you know, really align with Kobe Bryant and what he talked about, uh, you know, his entire life uh, as kind of developing that Mamba mentality. So it was great to be able to tap into, you know, an all-time legend, an all-time sports kind of, you know, figure there. And I just want to tell you a little bit about Andre before we go into this, because it's amazing because many people that you, Andre may have been before your time, but, um, you know, he was certainly slightly before my time, but, you know, he, he was really the best of the best. And he was a wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. He really ranked at the top of every NFL record, um, you know, at his time. He actually retired around kind of the year 2000. But he played from, you know, mid-80s up until 2000. He was in, you know, back-to-back-to-back-to-back Super Bowls and was really the star player. And, um, you know, he's really probably one of the top, you know, greatest wide receivers of all time. Um, and obviously, you know, there's only 170 NFL Hall of Famers, so it was amazing to be able to really sit down with him briefly and, and go a little bit deeper into that mindset that, you know, was able to really kind of support his greatness and obviously had a lot of talent, but, you know, to take your talent as far as he did, he had to really embody that heart of a champion that we talk about. So I'm excited to be able to share this with you. And also just to give a little bit more context on the show, we were able to sit down with uh, some friends and some folks who everyone with El within Elevate Nation is familiar with was uh, Trevor McGregor and Evan Holiday to phenomenal friends uh, who really kind of sat down in this special edition with me, kind of went a little bit further on, you know, the heart of a champion and, you know, mindset overall. I mean, just kind of diving a little bit deeper with those guys is always super fun. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, and then also from there, we actually sat down with a, a gentleman named John Kasman. And uh, John is a phenomenal uh, multifamily real estate investor. And it was great to really sit down with him because he and I have known each other for a while, kind of virtually, so to speak, but it was great to finally uh, meet each other. And we will be going deeper into this conversation uh, in a future episode that we've got scheduled actually already. And so this is a little bit of a teaser with John, 
Uh, so I hope you enjoy that. And so I hope you enjoy a little bit of a, you know, sort of a dynamic episode here where we really start off with an amazing, like I said, NFL Hall of Famer, a legend. Uh, you know, he's, he's best known for, for the comeback, which is the greatest comeback in NFL history uh, in the NFL playoffs in 1993, uh, where they came back over the Houston Oilers, believe it or not. How, how uh, old school does that sound? But uh, it's really, really cool. And I feel super blessed to be able to bring this to you. So I hope you enjoy this. And one other thing is I um, wanted to welcome you to our two times a week releases now because we will be coming out with a new episode twice a week rather than just once per week. So I really, really hope you enjoy that. And I want to just thank you again for tuning into the show. It really means a lot. And we're going to continue to bring you the best of the best. And we've got some amazing shows coming up. So uh, with that said, I will shut up and you will listen and hopefully enjoy. And we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Welcome to Elevate, the podcast where we dissect exceptional achievers who are consistently raising the bar personally and professionally to produce extraordinary results in investment real estate and ultimately in their lives. Now here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here and I'm so blessed to be sitting with NFL Hall of Famer Andre Reed. Andre? Yes, man. I'm in Colorado, bro. What's going on? I can't breathe. Can you breathe? I'm still catching Uh, my breath. I still was like, I woke up and didn't know where I was. You know? Oh. Because I go so many different places, and I woke up and was like, okay, somebody kidnapped me, and I'm in this hotel room, and there's snow outside. Right. Like, this is not San Diego anymore, It's not San Diego, no. Okay, so now you know where you are. Now I know where I am, yes. You're talking about the heart of a champion today, so talk to us about, like, that moment, obviously, you're an NFL Hall of, Flame, Hall of Famer, but what was the moment in your life where you said, look, I'm not going to just be that average NFL player. I'm not going to be this average athlete or person. What was that moment? That was, uh, I think when I was born, man, I was born to play football. Yeah. We all have our calling. Some, some people's calling comes a little faster than others. Um, I gravitated towards sports and, and football, and, you know, I did everything that any other kid would do, play baseball and you know, uh, play basketball, and I just was an active kid, and, and football was, you know, kind of the forefront of what I wanted to do in life. And probably it wasn't until probably like my sophomore year in college where I knew that maybe this could be a something I can do for a living or something that I can achieve and strive for um, that I dreamed of doing. And... Everything turned out that way, but in life that things turn out the way you want it, wanted to, you got to be able to deal with the ups and downs of all that kind of stuff too. So because just, it, is, it isn't a smooth ride. So talk to me about that sophomore year. Obviously, you followed your heart and played football, and you yeah. loved playing football, but then sophomore year, you started to notice maybe there was something different in you mm-hmm. than other people. And you talked about your heart earlier. It's like, when I get knocked down, I'm always going to get back up, and I'm going to be greater than I was before. Can exactly. you talk a little bit about that? Well, I always thought that you 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 live life um, day to day, week to week, year to year, all that kind of stuff. And through all that process, there's going to be somebody that's always knocking you down and telling you you ain't good enough for some reason. And then there's going to be the people that are going to tell you, oh, you're the greatest, you're this, you're that. you got to be able to kind of be right in the middle of all that because you don't want to get caught on any side of that because it's – it's really not good for you to be caught on one side and not the other side. For sure. So, you know, I had to realize that there was a lot of work to do. 
Um, I still needed people in my corner um, mentally to, to get my mind right. I needed to develop physically. So all this stuff, I had to prepare for. Right. And by people telling you you're this and that and you believe it, that's probably winning half of the battle. But you got to be able to you know, take it up another notch, man. You got to be able to take it up another notch. Talk to me about, because you talked a little bit, and by the way, we're in Colorado right now, Keystone, Colorado, at the best ever conference, and, and Andre was a keynote speaker this morning. You talked a little bit about the Mamba mentality. Obviously, we're, you know, saddened by Kobe's passing recently, yes. but it reminds us that the Mamba mentality is something that we can all embody. Yeah. And it sounds like it's something that you embody, you've embodied your entire life. Yeah, I mean, you know, Kobe not only was a, uh, one of the greatest basketball players ever. I think the Mamba mentality, he lived that. Right. And it wasn't just a word and just a saying. People around the country and around the world knew what the Mamba mentality was. Right. And he exuberated that every day that he lived. And, uh, you know, it was about exerting yourself to the fullest and inspiring others to be great also. And knowing that there's going to be diversity. There's going to be, I mean, adversity. There's going to be things that are not going to go your way. But if you have that mentality, that's going to pull you through. So, obviously, yeah. you're an individual who had sort of innate talent, excellent, you know, extraordinary talent. Yeah. But you also push it to the limits with your work ethic. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about that? Well, I know, you know, when I was in high school and you think you're better than everybody and people are telling you that, but then you get older and you got to step your game up. You know, there's people just as good as you and, and just working just as hard, if not more harder than you. So you got to kind of flip your script and outwork somebody and outthink them and outdo that. Um, that was my uh, and I knew I had to do that. And I had people around me that gave me that kind of mental attitude to the Mamba thing, the Mamba mentality to be to go to XDR, to do this, to do that. Maybe you didn't like it, but in the long run, regardless if. I became a professional athlete or not, I knew whatever I did in life, that was going to be a, a, yeah. a very important thing for me. I love it. So I want to transition just slightly into sort of what we call like our rapid fire section. Yeah. I know you got limited time. I want to be respectful of your time. What's the best way now, obviously, as an NFL Hall of Famer, somebody who's inspired millions of people, um, what's the best way that you elevate others around you now? Um, I just, you know, tell them that, you know, what's important in life maybe sometimes isn't as important as you think it is um you got to be able to you know look at yourself and look in the mirror and realize your potential and you realize that some of the things you got to fix some of the things you got to get better at um and be a listener you know now nowadays these kids don't listen nobody wants to listen they know they got all the answers for everything do i have all the answers no but i've been there and i've answered all those questions so i think what i try to tell them is be your own critic. Look at yourself and be your own stout critic. And never settle for less and never settle for average. I love that. What's yeah. the best way that you elevate your life on a daily basis? Um, that's good. I have, you know, two kids and, and uh, a 26 and a 24-year-old. And, you know, I try to elevate them to the same mentality that I have as far as uh, being successful in life and what I did. And now what I'm doing... Um, Believing in yourself. If you need help, don't be afraid to go get it. Um, it's important that you have people in your corner that are willing to help you at any time. 
and uh, to elevate you. Absolutely. Yeah. So any parting words of wisdom for Elevate Nation? Well, it's, I, I love that. I love that. The Elevate Nation, Ele, Elevate Nation is awesome. Um, and I think a lot of professional athletes and even people here in the real estate business, in the business world, it, it's, a, it's a real good thing. You've got to elevate yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got to be part of a nation um, to elevate. And just, you know, seize the day. Carpe diem, seize the day. Seize the day. And, and realize that not everything's going to go your way, but your mental, if you take a mental picture, sometimes, a lot of times, it's better than the physical of it. Yeah. And, and obviously what I did was physical, but sometimes I needed to, you know, let the physical go and be more mental about it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom in that, and there's a lot of wisdom in what you're doing. I really appreciate that. And I want to um, give you the opportunity, if Elevate Nation wants to stay following you along yeah, your path, yeah. how can they do that? They can follow, follow me on, uh, on, on uh, social media at Instagram at Andre underscore Reed 83. Uh, they can go to my website uh, on Instagram, arfoundation.org, and find out what I'm doing in the community as far as Boys and Girls Club. You can always find me on boysandgirlsclub.org. Um, I am an ambassador like Shaq, like uh, Jennifer Lopez, like um, A-Rod, like Denzel Washington. We're all ambassadors uh, for the Boys and Girls Clubs of America. And and uh, follow me on social media and holla at me. No Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate everything you're doing. And I definitely encourage Elevate Nation to reach out to Andre because he's doing great things and support him on this path because he's really making a difference and really made a difference today. Thank I really you, man. Appreciate, appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me, man. Love Absolutely. it. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Are you someone who is looking to seriously elevate your life this year? I mean, now, this year, 2020, because I want to let you know that I am currently opening up a few coaching spots for people like you who want to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And I want to invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. I have to tell you, this is not for everyone. This is only for those who are defiantly committed, those who are decisive, those who are coachable, those who are resourceful. They're willing to do whatever it takes. They're willing to sacrifice time, energy, and invest resources into themselves to get to where they want to be, to live life at the highest level, and to elevate to a life without limits, exactly what we talked about on this show. If that is you, I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. Evan Holiday and Trevor McGregor, how are you guys doing? Phenomenal, man. Loving this. This is a little bit of a unique show we got here, but uh, we were just talking about the heart of a champion, man, and there's no two better individuals to distill this a little bit further than what we just talked with Andre Reid about. Talk to me, what is, I mean, we're, we're at a real estate conference, right? Why are we talking about heart of a champion? Shouldn't we be talking about deals? I mean, what does that mean to you guys? I mean, as far how does that relate to real estate? Yeah, honestly, I mean, for me and I think all of us up here, it, it comes down to like, look, it's not about real estate. It's about, it's about what you're made of as a person um, and, and really what you can do every day to get that needle just a little bit closer. Couldn't have said it better myself. What, do you, what would you say, Trevor? Well, I love it. I and mean, you know what? We're always evolving. If you think about Elevate Nation, you think about your journey, my journey, Evan's journey, we're all here to go to the next level. And real estate's a vehicle, but really, it's your mindset. You know, it's your identity. There's so many things that go into allowing you to move to that next level. And that's what, that's what life's all about. 
I totally agree. One of the things we were talking about yesterday, we had this big debate. It was like, should we be buying? Should we be selling in 2020? And it was so interesting because as I listened to the debate, it's like, what's going on in my, in my mind all the time? It's like, no, I shouldn't. Yes, I should. No, I shouldn't. Yes, I should. What would you guys say is the solution for that? Or, or how are you guys cultivating your appropriate mindset to be making decisions when your mind is indecisive, so to speak? Yeah, honestly, I, I go through that. <laughs> I go through that same head talk every day. It, it, it's something I think we all deal with, um, but I, I think it comes down to calculated risk and and knowing um, knowing your niche better than anybody's business. Like that, that to me is how I've found success. Yeah. Is I I know that affordable space. I know that workforce housing space, and I know that what we're doing is totally risk averse. Like whether the 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 market goes up, down, sideways, whatever. Like. We're in a position where the deals we're doing are going to be successful for the long run. I love that. Trevor, is there anything you would add to that? To indecision, one of the biggest things, like I feel like most people just get this analysis paralysis, you know? Uh, is there anything you would say to that? Well, I think it's getting crystal clear on what you don't want so that you can make room for what you do want. I mean, you know, my mentor, my coach, Tony Robbins, said, you know what? It's really, really important to really move towards what you want. And sometimes we get clarity by moving away from what we don't want and into what we do want. And, uh, you know, clarity is power. And I think Evan's spot on. When you really understand who you are, what you're doing, and why you're doing it, you can absolutely move mountains. I totally agree. So this conference, one of the things I really like about this conference is the networking, right? The people here are phenomenal. I mean, what do you think sets apart, you know, like you have a crew of people who's like, wow, I, you know, I don't really know if this is really moving me forward. What, in your opinion, sets apart great networking and great relationship building versus average or mediocre, so to speak? Because it's so important for our business to meet the right people because we can't do all this alone. I guess, number one, my question is, what's your technique for building, you know, the appropriate long-term relationships? And number two, what's What's the difference in a quality relationship and a non-quality relationship to your, from your perspective? I think hands down, it's being present. Like hands down, being present in that moment because there's what, 600 people here, 700 people here, something like that. I mean, if, if you're not focused in on that person directly in front of you, then if you're thinking about the 699 other people that you could be talking to, then you're not really going to grow in that relationship that is literally right in front of you. I, I, there's a phrase I heard, uh, be where your feet are. And I love that because that's so true with networking and just building relationships in general. That's a hard one to do because we've always got so many different things we're thinking about, our goals or what we screwed up on yesterday or what we're anxious about tomorrow, right? So being present, the power of now, right? Is there anything else you'd add to that, Trevor? Well, we'll say the power of now. We'll also add the power of proximity because Evan's right. Where your feet are and where other people's feet are in proximity to you can make a huge difference. And I'm telling you, we've all got different skill sets. We've all got strengths. We've all got weaknesses or, as I like to call them, opportunities to improve. And when you can surround yourself with like-minded entrepreneurs, like-minded business people, I tell you, it almost fuels the fire. It like gets you fired up to go out there and do more and be more while on this beautiful blue planet. I totally agree. I totally agree. You guys are so wise, man. I just love hanging out with you guys. This is fun, man. Honestly, one of the things I really want to do, maybe you guys would entertain me with this at another point. I want to do a long form thing where we just shoot this shit for hours on end because the that. wisdom that comes out of these conversations. We had a couple of drinks last night and it's like, man, where does this go? That I just love this. I love this long-term relationship with you guys. I really appreciate you guys. And I mean, anything else you guys want to talk about for Elevate? What, what else does Elevate need to know? 
I think it's just conversations like this. I mean, elevating your your community, elevating your peers. I mean, I think the last year for me has been just a, a, a game changer for my business, for my life, for my relationships, because I'm surrounded by you two guys. I'm surrounded by Trevor. I'm surrounded by Tyler. Like, I want to I wanna find ways that I can spend even more time with you guys because I know that we're both going to get 10x out of it. Like, that, totally that's agree. what I, I, I get pumped up about. That's what Trevor was talking about, the power of proximity. Another thing I love about it is, like, the mirror neurons. Like, when we spend time together, we become more. That's why we love being in a mastermind. That's why we love having this relationship is because not only we, we love each other as human beings, but we become more, right? So what else would you say to that, Trevor? Well, I love it. And, 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 you know, I think it's really nice to see everybody coming out of their shell. You know, you don't have to put on some false facade. You don't have to be somebody you're not. It's really taking the very best of you and Evan, myself, the people we surround ourselves with, and really up-leveling. Because, like I always teach, there's another level. Why be good when you could be great? Or why be great when you could be outstanding? Or, you know, as Tyler, Evan, and I like to say, why be outstanding when you can be extraordinary or extraordinary? And that's the level we want to play at, and we make each other better. We're better together. I could not have said it better myself. And that's a little bit of a mic drop moment there from (laughs) Mr. McGregor. So really appreciate you guys sitting down with me for a little impromptu. And uh, until next time, let's do this. Yes. Thank you. I love it. Might as well. All right, we're waiting on Mr. Kasman, the most popular syndicator from Cincinnati now, who is formerly Chicagoan, but uh, I'm still here with Evan Holiday, my man. We're in the house. Dude. We I'm should just out. do this like all the time. Just, just shoot it and elevate and make monumental change. Exactly. If you, by the way, if you haven't checked out Monumental, you have to check that out. <laughs> it was uh, maybe one of the first podcasts I was ever on. But you know, it's interesting. I was listening to Naval Ravikant recently. Uh, he was actually on Joe Rogan's show, and he was talking about when he discusses things. You know, he's such a wise individual. I don't know if you've ever listened to him. Yeah, you recommended him to me. When he talks, it's like, my God, this guy is so, he's a genius. He's so wise. But what he said is like, when he speaks with others, it helps him sort out his thinking so much more. I feel like that's what happens when you and I talk too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And honestly, just like hearing myself talk right now to to you, I I feel like I'm, I'm getting to that next level. Yes. Honestly. I know. So that's the reason why I love the podcast is because not only can we connect each other with new ideas, but we can also learn. Like I always say the teacher learns the most. And like when I'm talking, I'm not necessarily the teacher, but I feel like I'm sorting out my thoughts. And that was actually, I, I wasn't conscious of that before you said that, but now I'm like, wow. So I just love these conversations. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. Have you on Elevate, have you felt like you have grown tremendously from from your conversations absolutely 100 percent. i mean i learn so much every single time and uh is jeanette gonna join us too or what is she doing i thought i saw john is john all right john's here well keep going well, you can everybody come on man wherever you want i didn't bring anybody to help me so here well they're they'll help you this is all impromptu. This is the real deal. Elevate Nation. We're literally, what are we, 10,000 feet up right now? Are we 10,000 feet? 9,200 feet up. We're raising the bar. And I want to introduce you, Elevate Nation, to Mr. John Kasman. And actually, let me wait here because he's got a video here. we got to get this thing set up. Try to scoot in here. It's all good. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing great, man. How are you? We are high. I mean, listen, I don't know if this is intentional with the name of your show, <laughs> but we are definitely elevated today. That's why my, uh, my rapid fire section, which we'll, we'll get into a little bit later in the show, is like, it's about elevating to the next limit, right? It's about scaling that next mountain. And uh, you're the perfect person for this show, man. Um, I really appreciate it. And it's funny because I feel like we've known each other, but we just met <laughs> today. I feel like we've known each other for a long time, but uh, it's a pleasure to be sitting down with you. Listen, that's the power of social media, right? It the is. The power of social media is you get a chance to connect with people, you know, have a lot of friends in common. I mean, there's probably hundreds of people that we have in common. Never had a chance to really talk directly, but it's good to finally meet in person. And it's such a great event as we're, we're talking, you know, we're out here looking at all the trees and the mountains behind us. And it's just an amazing view, man. It's great to just be out here. It's inspiring for sure. And uh, tell, the, tell Elevate Nation a little bit about you if, in case they haven't heard about you. They, they may be living under a little bit of a rock, but uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, I live in Cincinnati. I am a Midwest kid. I've bounced all over the Midwest, uh, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Shout out to Cleveland best city in the whole wide world. Uh, I lived in Dayton. I lived in you know Detroit. I lived in Chicago. And I'm now based in Cincinnati. And probably very similar to many of your listeners, um, I kind of came up through corporate America. So worked Same. for General Motors, worked for you know a lot of large corporations. And ultimately what I realized is that you know depending on a W-2 as your sole means of income, is not sustainable and is not empowering for you to take control of your life. And that really became clear to me back in 2008, 2009, when we hit the economic downturn. So while many people felt the impact of that, I actually was working in the city at the company that was the face of the meltdown. So when you're sitting there and you turn on CNN and you watch your bosses on TV after you just had a meeting with them two hours earlier, and they're trying to convince you that things are okay, and now they're telling Anderson Cooper, that if we don't hit a certain number, everything's going to implode. Wow. You can talk about the fear. And I watched my, my colleagues get let go and, you know, figure, you know, them trying to figure out their life, what they were going to do. And at that moment, it crystallized to me that I needed to find a way to stay empowered, to be able to provide for my family. And real estate was the one vehicle that, honestly, you don't have to be an absolute genius. Uh, most people can do base, basic math. You can find a way to invest in real estate. And that was something we started to do shortly after that. So that moment, I mean, I, I went through the exact... Similar thing. Okay. Uh, I went through a similar process myself where I felt like my whole identity was like under attack to where I was like, wow, this corporate environment isn't necessarily the path for me, you know, for the next 20, 30, 40 years of my life. Because as I was always taught, go to school, get good grades, get a good job. And then I was like, man, but I'm a slave to this. And then I'm not passionate about it. And then I'm not creating financial abundance, but maybe I can climb that ladder for 20 years. So I really resonate with that. But I'm curious to know, man, was there a moment in time, was it that moment that you really drew the line in the sand and said, I'm not going to live this average life. I'm going to elevate to a life without limits. Or was it something before that? Was there a seed that was germinating within? Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, that moment was one of many, right? So I think yeah. that was the first moment that made me realize, hey, there's got to be some other things that we're trying to do. I think the second thing was, when I looked at my career, and I was on a great trajectory, you know, I was recognized as one of the top advertising executives in the country um, by different magazines. Um, but the reality was, none of my bosses looked happy. And I had to sit there and say, okay, what, let's say it all works out. Let's say I, I elevate up to head of marketing and I got this, you know, amazing, you know, mid six figure salary, I got a corporate car and all these kind of things that you want. I didn't see anybody happy, period. And money can't be the only thing that drives you. And, and I distinctly remember one of the women who was a, who was a top level executive, 
she was talking about her kids and we were talking about you know work-life balance and she couldn't even remember the, her kid's name i shit you not she she sat there and she was trying to remember her kid's name wow as she was telling the story and she's like basically her nanny raises her kids is what it came down to and at that moment i'm like dude no but i think the moment things for me um started to crystallize is right before i got married the day before i got married actually um i said the day before i left to go get married we did a destination wedding my wife and i sat down and we talked about the life we wanted to create with each other and as we talked about that life there were certain things that became clear that needed to happen in order to create that life and one of them was getting into an environment where we were growing a business that provided us flexibility and sustainability as opposed to relying on one individual so that was the moment for us was you know deciding to join that union which i know you're you're about to go through that same process yep, right absolutely. so getting married and having that moment to think about your life what you really want to create and for us it wasn't about today or even tomorrow it was about 80 years old it was about waking up at 80 and looking back on the life we created together and everything we do today is all about enjoying the journey together and creating something that has a lasting impact, not just on us, but the future generations of our family, but also the communities that are very important to us. There's so much wisdom in that because I feel like most people fail to really plan ahead. You know, it's interesting, like my coach Trevor and I, we talk about this all the time. Most people plan their wedding or not their wedding, I'm sorry, their vacations or, you know, their leisurely time much more than they plan their life, you know, and they think ahead to what they're going to be doing when they're 80 years old. And so I think just having the process of having that discussion and being strategic and planning is such an important process. And I know we only have a very limited time, so I want to kind of transition to our rapid fire section. We're going to expand this conversation, by the way, into a full episode, but I had to get the opportunity of doing a live show with you. So with that said, the rare air questionnaire, we're in the rare air right now, 9,200 feet up above sea level. We can't breathe hardly, but we're going to continue to push our limits. So I'd love to know, you know, has there been one or two books that have really impacted you on your journey? Yeah, I think the first one for me was The Power of Focus. It's a phenomenal book, and it really just gets into how, again, what you kind of talked about, planning, and how if you have clear focus, it's easier to attain your goals. A book that's similar to that, that's more recent, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that book, and it really just breaks down how the tiny changes that we can make in our everyday life are more beneficial to what we want to become. It's not about goal setting. It's not even about accomplishing goals. It's about becoming the type of people that we want to be. So those are two really big books because I think it's really important. From a pure real estate standpoint, like many of your listeners, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was very uh, fundamental for me to just open up myself to the way uh, the way money works and the way to you know build things. And um, you know I would say you know uh, Think and Grow Rich is another book that uh, allowed us to think about you know money and, and the way to pre- present ourselves. To to attract capital. Obviously, we got to go deeper on this conversation <laughs> because this is my man right here. Uh, two, two quick questions and we'll wrap up. How do you elevate your life best on a daily basis? Uh, first thing is... Uh, we're, he's, we're still recording on his thing, so we'll keep going. All right. The first thing is to really wake up with intention. Um, one of the ways, and I'm still working on this myself, but journaling both in the morning as well as the night before is a great way for me to do that. Um, and then working out immediately. And working out doesn't have to be going to the gym for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It could be just one minute, you know, but just getting the blood flow. It's really about the habits again. It's about getting up with the mentality of we're going to start our day the right way, you know, with a little bit of energy, with a little bit of focus. And trying to do those things helps us a lot. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, I, I went to Tony Robbins' UPW, Unleash the Power Within, and actually this really resonated with me because it was like take the first step on the fire, 
and let the momentum carry you through. So if you work out for one minute, it's very unlikely you're going to work out for one minute. I mean, you're probably going to do a couple more things. So uh, that really resonates with me, and obviously that 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 transitions into the rest of your life. So that's that's deeply wise. What's the best way that you elevate others around you? Uh, you know, we try to educate as much as we can. So we have our podcast, Target Market Insights, which uh, definitely ask your listeners to check out. Absolutely. That's one of the things we do. We have uh, recently launched a, launched a consulting program. We're trying to help other people kind of build their real estate portfolios as well. And the other thing we try to do is give back. So we are uh, really big on helping to educate others, but then also investing in different communities. So one of them is an organization called Search for Water, which is a nonprofit that invests in sustainable water solutions in uh, some developing countries like Uganda, Dominican Republic, the Philippines, um, and in Haiti. So looking at ways to give back and invest our time, our energy, and our capital to really make the world a better place. I love it. So obviously we're going to go deeper in this conversation. What's the best way the listeners to reach out to you? Uh, you can hit me via email, john at chasmcapital.com, or you can, um, you know, again, just check us out on Instagram or LinkedIn. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit tylerchesser.com.